Fiction Podcast that goes from room to room. Take a hyper detailed ride through to make your dreams come true. Join my family, really into Disney. Ride through, ride through Pavilion. Hello. And welcome to another episode of the Ride Through Pavilion podcast. I'm Jeremy. I'm Amy. I'm Fiona. And somewhere around these parts is our special needs adult son, Liam. Uh, he loves going to Disney just as much as we do. However, uh, he's unable to express those opinions on Mike. So we do that for him as we go through each episode. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and just say it right now because you're going to hear some distraction from my co-host because they've put a, a some painter's masking tape on the top of Mr. Business's head. He's our cat. He's the podcast villain. And um, I got to say, he's not freaking out. He's just, um, he's confused. He thinks that maybe licking some other part of his body will make that sensation of the tape on his head go away, but it's... But it's not. Anyway, all right. Hey, guys, let's bring (laughs) it back. Uh, Anyway, hey, we've got a very... We've got a very (laughs) special episode. Uh, If you joined us last week... um, then welcome back. What was I going to say? Oh, we have, this is kind of a companion episode. See, typically what we do is we do a detailed ride through of your favorite Disney attractions. So you can experience the magic, uh, of that wherever attraction, you are, no matter where you are, no wherever where you, you are. are, no matter what you're doing. We've established that you can be working out yeah. several places. Yeah. We've done Ooh. that a few times. Yeah. You could be working out or uh, driving. You could be working out. In Maybe the you're climbing a ladder today. You know what? Ooh. If you're climbing a ladder, then just, be careful. I hope you have a spotter. Uh, but I think my original point was that after we do a detailed ride through of an attraction, the following week we do a uh, companion episode in which we can talk about all sorts of things, the history, hidden Mickey's, secrets of the attraction, or perhaps even the land that it's in. Uh, this episode that we're doing right now is a pseudo companion episode to last week's episode last week's episode we did a detailed ride through of uh, millennium falcon smugglers run and uh this week what we're doing is rather than going into any kind of detail surround or um we went through a lot of detail but rather than trying to dig into history um as of this recording, Galaxy's Edge isn't even open yet, so I don't feel like there's just a ton to really dig into yet. But rather... I mean, there probably would be if we researched it, but just to give you the experience yeah. of walking through... So we thought what we could do is Star instead Wars. give you the uh, just kind of our first impressions of... Um, of Galaxy's Edge in general, and so uh, we're gonna we're gonna do that uh, during this episode. In fact, let's let's set the mood. That sounds scary. It's not. It's majestic. This is how I felt walking in too. Seriously. Uh, so we went uh, during a uh, pass holders preview of Galaxy's Edge, and that was uh, about a week and a half ago. Um, In fact, as of this recording, from the time of this recording, it's actually opening tomorrow to the public. Isn't that exciting? It'll be officially open. Uh, They did just announce that they're going to do the boarding uh, group method, which is what they did at Disneyland. Oh, good. Oh, not like what we did? Not like what we did. Basically, if you get there early in the morning before it's 
busy. crowded and busy. That's a relative term. It's going to be busy. And but crowded. you know these these um, right now these early magic hours uh, for the parks are like starting at six, and the regular op- the regular opening hours for the parks are like eight. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just preparing for all of the the influx of people the crowds and so uh what happens is eventually some kind of threshold is met in terms of crowd at galaxy's edge and then at that point they'll stop people from going in but then you can join a boarding group and then you go about your business uh and do your thing Mm. at the other and then you come back at a certain so it's kind of a return time so like it's a das pass in in many ways yeah and then they and then they allow you to go in so that's what they're uh, how they're going to be doing it. Um, but uh, like I said, we were able to go uh, during a passholder preview, and basically we were able to just sign up for like a three hour. I think we stayed three a tiny tour. bit longer than that, but uh, basically a three hour time. Not much. Longer. Not much longer. No. But anyway, so um, that's how that's going to work. But. Um, I, let's just jump in. I mean, this this may not be a very long episode. Maybe it will. I doubt it. But um, I just want to. I thought we could give our first impressions. Um, just overall, I'm going to say this. This is hands down, and I am a huge Star Wars fan. Um, so there's a lot of this where I really got to live out some fantasies mm-hmm. from from when I was a little kid. Every time that you know you play with the actually you know Star Wars figure or the ships or something like that you you know you you really do place yourself in that mm-hmm. space and time in your and so this was an opportunity to walk well and right i know that. like for me when i saw the sand speeder sand speeder the land speeder land speeder that goes over sand it in tatooine it, it, it was a lot right. of sand right um, lots of sand my cousin my older cousin john had that toy from kenner and I, it was weird standing in front of a life-size version yeah, of it. Yeah. Because it, it kind of felt like one of those weird out-of-body yeah, toy box yeah. experiences. And same, <laughs> same thing. That was that was one of my first um, toys that I had gotten. I, I had a handful of figures, but I, the first things I got was a, a do-back and a, and a land speeder. And, um, yeah, to see it there life-size was a tremendous uh, – um, experience to mm-hmm. be honest i i mean i i make no apologies about it I like was, it's the colors i remember it's everything yeah. that i remember about yeah. that toy yeah which is what i remember i mean i'm gonna say this from the outset part of my brain like is saying check yourself jeremy like like it was you know it was it shouldn't have been that important to you <laughs> to, yeah. to go and to experience all that but there's this other part of me that's like uh, who cares? I mean, I we went and we were immersed in this world. We mm-hmm. bought into the story, and it was better than anything that I could have ever imagined. Mm-hmm. Um, so why don't we just kind of talk about? Um, I I I, I figure we can just kind of walk through the land in our minds and mm-hmm. just kind of talk about e- each section and like just impressions. This will not be exhaustive at all um so i would say the the first thing is when we came around grand avenue and we saw that those tunnels were at the end didn't have a poster over the front of them they were Mm -hmm. actually you could see through and you could see lights in there a little bit and um so so you know i'm not going to bore everybody with the process of, of how we got in there but we did get in there 
uh, and we walked into those tunnels. Well, well, we took down a man. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that surprised me is, and I guess I just didn't really keep up with the news, and maybe you did know this, but I thought that uh, I thought that um, that we would be able to just like see into it, mm. but the tunnel like curves, so you, yeah. you don't see. You can't anything. really see right into it. It just hooks a little bit to the right. But it yeah. feels like walking into Magic Kingdom. Yeah, under yeah, the under, under the rail mm-hmm. the railroad trellis there. Yeah, mm-hmm. where you kind of can't sure. see everything, and then it's like you turn around the corner, and you're like, "What?" There it is. Yeah, and then the John Williams theme song we just played hits you. Yeah, it's, like, yeah, it's playing in that mm-hmm. tunnel. Uh, so as you emerge, um, I gotta say, my first impression was underwhelming because. It, it was pretty sparse. I was ready for the bustling Black yeah. Spire outpost. But when you first enter from that direction, uh, you, 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 it really is remote. It really is remote. And what you do see to your left, what we saw to our left, was the un, unnamed. It's not unnamed, but the, uh, there wasn't signage up for it. But it was the uh, Rise of the Resistance. Mm-hmm. attraction mm-hmm. so as you're looking uh you, you just kind of realize okay we are at the outskirts of of black spire outpost in fact we're kind of out in the wilderness of batu did you say right it's to your left yeah yeah that's what and and so so th- you realize oh, okay there's more here than meets the eye mm-hmm. but it's kind of a hidden it's supposed to feel like a hidden base like a temporary hidden base um yeah, so there's a lot of like the lights and the communication, I guess satellites yeah. and stuff like that are on these tripod like yeah. things that yeah. look like they could just be plucked and up. They, they really just quick. come out of crates. There's wire. There's, there's cables running. Well, and there's everywhere. crates everywhere as well. Yeah, yeah. So it looks like if they had to, they could just scoop everything up and get out mm-hmm. of there and evacuate. One of my favorite things, and one of the first things you see when you walk in, is one of the trash cans. Yeah, which. I think just that one trash can is different from all the other trash cans. It's yellow. Oh, okay. But so then the rest of them are gray. When we go back next month, we should pay attention to that. Like, is it, are they yellow in that, in that in remote that area, in that um, resistance area? Hmm. Um, so the other thing to note is that um, we are talking about um, Galaxy's Edge um, does take place in the timeline of the movies um, exactly where we're at now between eight and nine. Uh, right. So that's kind of important to know, like whatever happens in nine obviously hasn't happened here. And, and um, yeah, so, so we're just kind of squeezed into that, to that time of the unknown. So, mm-hmm. um, but anyway, as, as you're looking around, uh, you, you look across and we saw like a, as X wing, Mm-hmm. Like um, a wing, uh, no, there was an a wing over here. There was another. I don't think it was a over y-wing. here meaning on the right. On the right, yeah, next to it. People can't see. Okay, their hands. yeah. <laughs> um, but this was our first. We we kind of walked past it, but when we came back into this area, um, it was it was a kind of a revelation of, um, of how unthemed park experience they want this to be. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the prime example of that is that um, you don't line up to get your picture taken with 
Chewbacca. There's no like meet and greet lines. You can get in line, and there are people that will take there's your like picture. Magic shots, and there's yeah, Millennium Falcon shots. Yeah, and like like when we had our, so we had our picture taken in front of the X wing, and you know at one point they have us raise our fists in the air in victory. That magic shot then has um, X wings flying overhead oh. in the sky. Yeah. You should open the app and, and look at that later because I realized like they were doing a ton of magic shots. But then when we go over to the A-Wing, um, we're, we're, we're looking at the A-Wing, we're getting our picture taken, and we realize then we see Chewbacca and Ray come out of nowhere. And Chewie has a toolbox. Chewie goes up behind the X-Wing and gets a toolbox, then goes over to the A-Wing, and... Um, they're, they're just, it's Ray and Chewie just kind of back there fixing it while people are getting their picture taken. So it's very much about um, immersion into the story. Mm-hmm. And it's not all about like lining up all the time to do this activity and then move on. It's a very fluid kind of experience that they're trying to give you. Right. Which I was very impressed with. It's uh, it's very much storytelling. So um, anyway, as we go along... We, I was kind of like, where are the buildings like this? This is strange. But as we came around, that we walked a little further in and came around the corner. Well, one yeah, thing what? I want to add is yeah. in that area, there's these little carts, which usually they have like ears and things on. They're not very exciting merchandise, but like mm-hmm. I would definitely check out these carts because there's like like resistance. Yeah. Um, Oh, gear and like yeah. there patches and, everywhere and like, jackets and stuff yeah like really awesome stuff that yeah fun. and i mean this is another thing that you can't find oh, you yeah. can't find anything in there that says galaxy's, galaxy's edge. edge that is the the larger meta name within the world of theme park within sections right. when you're there within hollywood studios yes and that's but when you walk through the tunnel, you are at Black Spire on, on Batu, and so there's no awareness of Star Wars or Galaxy's Edge or Hollywood Studios. All that is kind of tongue in cheek referred to as off planet. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so, I, so they really again like that's the story, right? Now, that's not to say they don't have souvenirs, which we'll talk about in a minute. But um, but it's all Black Spire. It's all or, Black Spire or Batu, Yeah. Or mm-hmm. even some other locations in the Star Wars. So anyway, as we come around the corner, we look to the left and we start to see a little bit of life. And, and we, we, we approach these, um, this kind of breezeway. And as you come around, that is where you see um, this, this marketplace. Um, I'm not sure yet if it has a name. I mean, we've only been there once, but um, this marketplace is so full of detail. It's so full of like these wonderful little shops that are highly curated. Mm-hmm. And um, when you're looking around, I mean, it just has so many details. For instance, um, at the water fountains, when you're getting a drink, um, there's there's kind of these tanks, these water tanks over, and they're props, obviously. Right. But you'll hear like some bubbling or whatever. Screens. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. This is all practical oh, effects. Okay. No, 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 no. You'll hear some. You'll hear some bubbling around in there as you're getting a drink, and you look up, and then you see the eyeball from I forget what the creature's name is, but it's that same um, trash compactor um, snake creature thing that's in uh, A New Hope, um, and just so many details. Um, Dianoga. Dianoga. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, that's. Um, I mean, there, there's just so much to even talk about, but, mm. um, let's talk about the shops real quick as you go in the individual shops in the marketplace, um, a toy dairy and toy maker. Um, and that which is, is great, which is great. Oh, a bunch of little place. toys. Um, we kind of saw that's where you got your chance dice. Yeah. So that's where I got my chance cubes, which cubes. was like amazing. When I saw that a little, a little bag of chance cubes, it's like, Trust me, this doesn't happen very often. But the price tag just like went away. <laughs> it's like I and it was only nine ninety nine. But thank God you spend a lot of money to get down to Disney World. I'm yeah. not too eager to spend a ton more. But when I saw those chance cubes, I just knew like I had to have those. Um, there was little wooden figurines and things. Yeah, which we think might be like from. Rogue One, the Jen Erso toys that she plays yeah, with. Yeah, the ones that you see in her in her room. In her room. Yeah, and there's a mobile in there too with the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, and, and a bunch in of the, the other asteroid scene. Oh, ah, okay. That's what nice. That is. You do see a couple of instruments, and some of this is you can actually buy. Instruments. I mean, a, a lot of these that you can actually buy. So, so like music instruments. Yeah, like oh. um, like toy versions of the Ewok drums. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, And then you know you also look around and so I mean it's just so so many so many so many details. Uh, what I loved then was going to the creature stall. Mm-hmm. This probably I, was this my was, favorite thing. I could have I could have spent a lot of time. And these aren't big places. Yeah, these aren't big shops at all. It's almost like um, stalls in a. In a bazaar, yeah, kind um, of, yeah. Is what that's it feels good. Like. That's good and bad. If if you got a wheelchair and it's crowded, it's that's terrible. a bad thing. We we really had a lot of trouble navigating Liam around in the actual right. We'd have to take turns very going tiny. and looking. Yeah. Um. So so basically, this creature stall is like another toy store, and it's just selling plushes and it's selling figures. Of, it's like a pet store, but it is, um, yeah. In a lot of ways, it's like a pet store mm-hmm. because you see a couple of crated up and caged animals, but most, but what they're actually selling Are is the figurines, like tauntaun and puppets, and and, and uh, uh, wampa dubacks, and all sorts of porgs, of course, porgs everywhere. <laughs> yeah. But the cool thing was, and, and I'm a huge Star Wars Rebels fan. I loved that show. Right in the middle of the, right in front and center, literally front and center of the store, is this cage with an animatronic uh, loath cat. Mm-hmm. And he's super cute. They're mm-hmm. not Adorable. totally friendly. But, um, well, no. but they've got he's, big talent. He's laying there and he's got, you know, he's got like this animatronic uh, tail and he's holding on to one of the porks. And lungs. Yeah, he's breathing, mm-hmm. and and then he's holding on to one of the porg stuffed Fleshies. animals. Except all the fur is gone. This thing is like trashed. It looks like and you know, after your dog has like had his favorite toy. I I I saw kind of like a burlap. It looked like burlap to me, and like, but I think that's supposed to be like the like the backing of the fur, and that's yeah. all that's left. Yeah, and it yeah. Like had, but it wasn't like torn up. Like there was, I mean, well, there it was torn up, but there's, it. it wasn't like. Completely, yeah. you could tell what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, another another creature from Rebels, which was also in a cage, was a a puffer pig. Um, a lot I of wish cool I could have named some of these things. I know, right? <laughs> some of some of them are so. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, it's 
been a long day. What about that one? Just be a puffer pig. <laughs> Listen, guys, I got to go home. <laughs> My wife's going to kill me. That roast is drying Dinner's out. Dinner's going on. Uh, and so then uh, there's another shop that's like a really cool little this, clothing shop. I think shop. might have been. I think that the was. The Black Sp- yeah. Spire Outfitters. Yeah, I had um, a lot of fun in there. There was an awesome hoth vest in there oh, that yeah. I wanted really that bad. That was cool. There were belts and um, like hoodie robe type yeah. things. So they oh, had yeah. like actual Jedi robes, yeah. which is, you know, real cosplay-y. But then on the other side of things too, they had actual kind of like they had like Disney bound kind of stuff. You it know? was like Disney bounding. Maybe that's an overstatement, but it was no. It, was, it felt it was fashionable. Really, yeah. well, the prices were couture. <laughs> well, I actually feel. I mean, I wouldn't say the prices were great. Like they're pricey still, but I feel like for a lot of they the weren't crazy. They weren't crazy. You yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think that little robe thing that I picked up that I kind of want was like. 45 or 50 bucks which yeah. i mean that's not it's not cheap cheap but it's right. like yeah. cheap for disney yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. clothing wise yeah um across the street then back zigzagging across the street again from there if i'm remembering correctly i may be wrong but uh, it was this little stall uh very small stall and amy described it perfectly this feels like a tourist trap but within the story Right. And it was called the Jewels of Bith. And this was basically, this is where you're going to get. where you can get, get your postcards and your, your mugs, your Black Spire your t-shirt, mugs. Pins. Patches, patches all day long. Yeah. Yeah. T-shirts. And again, tons and tons and water bottles. of detail. I think like there were tote bags oh, oh, as well. <laughs> in, in that, in the previous, the, 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 the um, what do you call it? The, the, the toy store? No, no, no. The clothing store, store. It had an old. Uh, oh. Uh, what was um, the old droid that it, they converted into a sewing oh, droid? Oh, it was a... Um, was it like a mechanic droid? I think so. What is that multi-armed? I can't remember, but uh, yeah, that was either. a cool detail. Um, that they repurposed one of the droids to be a sewing yeah, droid. Yeah, and then now he has like little spools of thread and stuff. Very, very cool. Uh, and then there's the... Um, you know what... What was it? The, oh, that the uh, Katsaka's kettle. That was the place where they sold, oh, sold the corn, the popcorn, popcorn. Yeah, it was like colored caramel corn. But right? it, uh, we didn't actually try it, but we did talk to a lady on the bus um, the night before. before we went, and she said that it's kind of like a spicy sweet, sweet, sweet. Oh, okay. okay. So the, the purple one. ones were oh. spice. No, the purple ones were sweet. And the red ones were spicy. There was blue, I thought. No, uh. purple and red. Isn't it purple and red? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Boy. But yeah, they were kind of slacking. I, they were also Not like slacking. You've um, only been there once for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> it was like tropical flavors and Got things it. like that. Got it. Like I guess a lot of people don't love it, but And the she pop liked it. the popcorn she bucket is a mouse droid, which is super cool. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then they and then did they sell drinks in there? Um, I don't think they sold drink drinks. They they sold those like I don't Coke think they sold drinks, but they <laughs> sold drinks. Dasani and things like that. I feel like they might have had a tap in there, but maybe not. Um, okay, mm-hmm. but speaking of uh, Ronto Roasters, okay, this Highly yummy this place <laughs> the. Drinks were delicious, and the decor, the the atmosphere was insane. And this is like an open air food stall, but it's it's right in the middle of it. 
it's so think of it like a round building and you're inside of it and it's kind of open to the outside but right in the middle of it is this giant um kind of it it looked like a repurposed engine to me mm-hmm. that was like you know supposed to be shooting down these flames uh in order to fuel this fire in which all of these different creatures were basically being spit fired you know mm-hmm. and um spit roasted i guess and uh right at the right in the front of it is this one droid that is that is basically cranking like manually cranking this this spit and turning all of and i mean we're talking a ton a ton of rotisserie uh, yeah. beasts yeah uh and i think fiona he we were saying that you you were picking up on the fact that he was kind of had a mantra yeah. to get him through all of yeah, it. Yeah, he kept going like turning, 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 turning is what I like to do. <laughs> and it was sad. Sad. <laughs> he was very cute. And um, one of the articles I read, I guess he has little sweat drops. Oh no! I mean, that was uh, oil. Yeah. Oh, how <laughs> funny. funny! Face and the the we. We kind of looked at the face of it and compared it to it was a Queen album. Mm-hmm. Oh, what was that? Something news or um, I can't. Remember. Yeah, but it does. It looks like a, that that robot. Uh, um, back to the popcorn, really quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. I looked it up. It is purple and red, okay. <laughs> and it's cooked. The, I think the reason why you were thinking tropical is because it is popped in coconut oil. But the purple ones are actually kind of a grape flavor. Oh. And the red ones are a spicy cinnamon flavor. Aha. And I think it's kind of one of those things where you either love it or you hate it. Um, I'm definitely going to try it, but my brain is saying that I would. Yeah. If I have to hate it, then I would hate it because cinnamon and grape. I think I would love it. Uh Uh-huh. Grape flavored things just remind me of. Like the flu, but I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and I'm guessing by grape, it just means purple candy flavored. Probably. I guess. Oh, yeah. I'm interested the to try flu it. medicine. Oh yeah, right. Uh, by the way, I, as we were talking, I did look it up. That is a pod racer engine. That is yes. That is um, putting all the oh, yeah. the fire onto the. Oh yeah. Um, okay, and so as we move around, we get to another restaurant. Oh, well, just- what do you want to suggest? What like drink that you had you know we, oh, all, yeah. we all only had one Go drink for it. but Tatooine Sunset I mm. don't think I would get the blue milk again I was good we'll talk about that in a second but yeah yeah well but like the Tatooine Sunset is the drink I will get every time yeah yeah, yeah. And, and we have the Corillian cooler is that what mm-hmm. it was i think that's what it was called. yeah it and was we recreated it on the so last delicious. episode but this thing was essentially um bourbon it was like a manhattan because it was bourbon yeah. and um and sweet vermouth but then you but had I don't normally like that kind of thing and well no but then however they, added, they doctored it up and added to it it was so so good. they had the maraschino liqueur which does and cranberry juice yeah. And yeah. lime juice. Yeah. I mean, it just, it's it was good. so good. Mm. And I'm a beer fella, but I, I got to think that I would get this every time mm-hmm. instead because it was just. It was that good. Delicious. All right. So then as we get out of uh, this area, we, to our left, we see there is um, some sliding kind of like blast doors and 
you go through those doors and you find yourself in docking base seven, food and cargo. And we did have a meal here. So this is when when you walk in the atmosphere is, I mean, it's, it's almost like there's, there's tables everywhere. uh, And it's almost like they put a table anywhere they could. It looks like you're in a, like um, a cargo port, kind of a cargo bay, yeah, and there, and it almost feels like there's big giant containers, shipping uh, even containers. shipping containers that have been converted into some dining as well, like del- dining boxes or yeah, something. there's there's um uh, like these all of these exotic Star Wars universe looking fish on ice, oh yeah, kind of yeah. stacked up, um um just tons and tons and tons of detail, mm-hmm. uh, and the food I gotta say. Delicious. It it does not top Animal Kingdom. No, but the fact that that is what we would naturally compare it to, uh, which is the best food, yeah, in all the parks, at least quick service. The natural comparison here is this: is that you have a quick service um, establishment in which more or less fresh ingredients are used, or at least. It's not fries and burgers or, or it's not chicken teriyaki strips. chicken or chicken strips or quesadillas or pizza. I mean, n- I mean, that's not hard to come by. I mean, these right. days you're not stuck with that if you're doing quick service. But this but seems I had to like have... like a kale salad. Yeah, this has... Like it was... Yeah, so I had like these ribs. That were, I forget what they were called. The something... It was huge though. Something ribs. They were, it wasn't the... The tip yip was it? I think that was the. I got the tip yip. I think. I think I got the. I got tip yip salad. Mine, mine might have been like the taco taco donna or something. But anyway, they were <laughs> they were these. It was basically little baby back ribs that were spiced, but it was more like a African kind mm-hmm. of spice. It was good. It was really good, and then um, it was on. And uh, they, they fell apart. Yeah, they fell apart for sure. And then it was on a blueberry corn muffin. And that wasn't sweet. That was not sweet. Only the blueberries were sweet in it, and then and then it also had some some slaw. But it was it was like a pickled. It was like pickled cabbage. It was, good. It was so it was good. good. It was not like. And I'm not a ribs fan. Yeah, I would get that. Like, and here's any sweetness in the ribs. Like was was completely complemented by the the uh, pickled the vinegary pickled cabbage. I mm-hmm. mean, it it was not. It wasn't slaw. Well, it wasn't that like mayonnaise slaw. Yeah. And they didn't overdress anything. No. Like the salads were perfectly dressed. Yeah. It was good. The the, the thing that bothered me was that uh right you can for two no no no, the price has gone up, but I think for three forty nine is what you can get a lar- what you can get a Coke, a fountain coke for. Anywhere in Hollywood Studios at quick service. Except for here. It goes up fifty cents as soon as you're in Galaxy's Edge. Oof. That I don't know. I don't know why that bothers me. Well, consistency. Right. Yeah. And I understand that whatever, whatever. Anyway. It's uh, okay. It's al- You're allowed to have one gripe and you've just used it. So, so. As we, okay. So as we, <laughs> as we get back out into the street, I mean, I, I don't even know where to continue from here because then, um, as you get out into the streets, you're seeing, like you were saying, the speeders, all the different kind of speeders. Droids. You're starting to see now um, uh, more First Order troopers walking mm-hmm. around. Now, you do see a character, and I'll be darned if if I haven't forgotten her name. I'll look it up. Um, she is um, a general. She is a... Um, v. 
I think this is how you say it. V Marathi. V Marathi. Okay. Or V Moradi. Beautiful, beautiful woman with with like this purplish hair. hair, this blue hair. Uh, it turns out that in Rise of the Resistance, she's going to play a big role, but she is physically walking around outside, and uh, the. She was actually enlisted by Princess Leia oh, okay. or General Leia. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I don't, and I don't know what her rank is, but I mean, clearly she's a she's a leader in the um, Resistance Army. Um, her I know, code name is Starling, and she's she, a spy. And she's been in other. She, I mean, she's been in like canonized novels. She and stuff, first right? appeared in the Phasma novel, and will be the protagonist in Galaxy's Edge: Black Spire coming this August from the same author. Okay, great. That's cool. But As, she's beautiful. Um, the thing that we didn't get to go into was... Um, the lightsaber. Yeah, we did not get to look into... Um, Which I just think we didn't know that we could walk in there. I don't think we could. No, I don't think you can walk in there. Uh, it's Savi's workshop. I don't think you're allowed to walk in there. Now, what I do think is it's there's an adjacent... Um, shop. Shop. That uh, you can walk out of? I think i don't well that's know. how the tro- the droid shop was that um that den of antiques um yeah i it, think it it probably goes into the droid shop and the yeah the droid shop it. was cool now again mm-hmm. there was a line outside of the droid shop that did not um here's here's my gripe yeah i found it it's so up above in the droid shop there's that like conveyor belt of droid parts which kind of reminded me of star tours yeah. With the belt of things going around. I just, I don't know. I just wanted it to be like totally different. Oh, yeah. But that's fine. But that it's just, a little great. It's all part of the man, it's okay. Liam. Liam is loud tonight. Yeah. Is that door open? Yeah. Um, it's okay. He go. can be a part of it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I you, you are 100% right that it is the same. I personally don't mind. It just ties the two universes together even though they're not even though star tours is not necessarily supposed to be part of this part of that it kind of is it kind of isn't yeah i don't know it just wasn't it that's my gripe well and that's amy's gripe in this den of antiques there is a tremendous amount now we again we didn't go in uh we didn't think we were allowed or we didn't see a way in outside of the line but uh but I will say that what we've seen on video is a tremendous amount of really, really cool, um, um, I won't even call them Easter eggs, just decorations mm-hmm. and, and objects. Props. Uh, taxidermied heads from Tauntauns. And, uh, a wampa. Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty incredible. Um, the Droid Depot, as Amy mentioned, uh, was kind of a bustling... Um, and it is where you can really get, you can really put together a larger. Mm-hmm. So it's like the droid factory, except instead of snapping together your tiny like little action Legos. figure, this is like a giant. Not, not giant, giant, but well, in comparison, in comparison. yeah, but yeah, that's an overstatement. <laughs> uh, so then, uh, I would compare it to the size of um, a large textbook. Okay, <laughs> I would compare it to a Teddy Ruxpin. I would compare it to a small watermelon. Mm, it's a little bigger than a small watermelon. Like a personal not watermelon? Pers- no, he's not saying personal watermelon. Okay. No. Then, yeah, you're right. Um, and then when... I, I think the thing we're kind of dancing around is central to to all of these, these kind of outer buildings right in the middle of all this is, of course, 
the Millennium Falcon, mm-hmm. the Spires, which, by the way, I, the thing we haven't really talked about is that um, the Black Spire Outpost uh, is a place that um, it's kind of it's it's open and welcome to anybody who's wanting to hide, disappear. That's a misfit. That you know, I mean, this is this is just like a safe place for any outsiders. That's really how they build themselves. Now that comes along with you know, pirates and marauders and, and smugglers hanging out too. And it gets a little lawless, but they're very open to, you know, all comers. Um, it is, it is much like it, it, it prior to, this is really cool backstory actually. So, you know how, um, you know, being from Arizona and California, we know that, um, there, there were a lot of uh, little towns built along old highways, especially mm-hmm. stuff like Route 66. And then when they come in and they build this new interstate uh, far away from these towns, then suddenly um, they don't have those travelers coming through anymore. That's how, and then they kind of get run down mm-hmm. or they have to shift whatever they're about as a town. And so this is what's happened with Black Spire Outpost with Batu, is because this was a place prior to light speed. In hyperspace travel, mm-hmm. this was this this was a stop. This was like when you're hopping from planet to planet. This would have been, you know, one of those as you're getting toward the outer rim. This would have been one of those places you could land, you could go. But then, light speed hyperspace travel comes along and is developed, and it just kind of leaves. It leaves them kind of abandoned, kind of like Radiator Spring style. Mm-hmm. And then, because then, you know, you could just go from one principal planet to the other using, mm-hmm. um, you know, light speed. I love that. Yeah, I that's love cool. it. But apparently, um, the backstory goes that it was actually lush with a lot of trees. Um, I don't know what happened. I don't know what occurred. But over uh, thousands of years, those trees became petrified. And that's, what, that's where we get the spires from. So those aren't actually rock formations. Those are actually petrified Which, trees. when you know that backstory and you look at them, they, look they, like trees. they definitely look like trees. They definitely look like the petrified forest in Arizona. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as, as, you're, as you're walking through there um, where the Millennium Falcon is, you can cut, th- you can just keep going deeper back into the, the, the land. And that's where you pass by, um, Oh, what's his name? The uh, um, the Ogus Cantina, mm-hmm. which again we didn't get to go in there because we didn't, we didn't have reservations. Have reservations. And, oh, wow. and all of the doors there, like, are sliding like They're blast glass doors. doors. So it's really cool. So fun. every once in a while, we we'd walk by Ogus Cantina, try and we'd to see sneak it open a up because I, I want to see Rex. I want to see yeah. him because he's the DJ now, and it's voiced by Paul Rubens. Well, we'll, we're going back in five weeks, and I try every single day, at least three times a day, to to get get reservations. reservations. Something will open up. Yeah. Hopefully. It won't. It might. (laughs) Were you going to say something, Fiona? No. All right. Good talk. (laughs) Um, So then finally, as you get toward the very back, uh, that's that's where this... um, 
it, it balances out that that heavy resistance presence when you first come in. By the time you get to the back, it is almost exclusively kind of this hangar cargo area for the first order. And that's when you see like this this really awesome um, TIE fighter, this this ship at least inspired by TIE fighters. Mm-hmm. Um, that's Huge. where you... It's huge. There's an yeah. exclusive shop of just first order. That was my stuff. favorite gift. Yeah, there's some I cool think. stuff in there. Oh, well, mm, yeah, mm. it was. I liked it. It was pretty cool. <laughs> it, there was, it was pretty crowded, but I got a f- fun patch. That's cool. Yeah, you did. Yeah, it's really I got cool. two patches that trip. Um, also back there is the the blue uh, milk stand. Blue, blue and, and green. green. Blue and green. Milk. So it's the milk stand. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I, we all saw where the green milk comes from. Right, right. It's uh, a little disturbing. On Oct2? Oct- yeah, well, whatever those sea cow things were. That liquid milk. Thankfully, we don't know where blue milk comes from. So it's <laughs> I'm a happy little... just still not knowing. So if you but know, don't tell us. It's dairy free. So that's a win it's, for us. Yeah, yeah, it's this dairy, girl here. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's a win for all of us. It's a win for you. A win for all of us. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> we're all spared. Uh, anyway, it, it's it, these are flavored kind of tropical. They explained the flavors to us. Um, I I, a- I do remember that the green was supposed to be a little more tart. Tr- I tart? think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which then. Ugh, that even kind of grosses me out even more to think of that thing letting out tart milk. Oh. Here's here's the deal. Yeah, they they're all obviously artificial flavors that resemble what well, we had. So yeah. so when so we only got the blue milk this time. Um, it was good. I, I just, it was good. I don't have anything against it. It no. came along during the day when we really needed to cool down too. So yeah. it, it was, was nice hot. to. It's, so it's a strange it's a strange um, drink in that. It does cool you down because it is. A, it's essentially like a slushy. It's like melted ice cream. Yeah, but I I was getting ice pellet kind of. Texture well, okay, I would compare it bit. to like Chick Fil A soft serve. Like I was okay. melted. I would compare it to a frosty that's oh, on its first yeah. way melting. A ref- yes, a refrozen no, vibe. Not frosty. a refrozen frosty because that's too that's too shardy. <laughs> Okay. What are you, Justin Bieber? (laughs) With ice shards in it. (laughs) Ice shardy. Oh, wait, he doesn't say that. What am I saying? We might have to put a a rating on this episode. (laughs) Shine. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, Yeah, but I I think it tastes like a... A frosty. I, I don't. I, can't, I mean, it doesn't taste at all. I like can't a recommend it, but also but experience wise, I I kind of gotta recommend it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but yeah, I, I don't know if I'd like get it. It's not like a must for me I mean, every time I go to. You know, um, I kept when I as I drank it, I kept making candle jokes and like glade jokes. It was. It is very like it's very perfumey. Yeah, yeah. It really did. It tasted like a plug in to me. It wasn't. Mm, mm-hmm. It wasn't disgusting. It was. It was definitely checking off that it's, cold. It's different. I needed it. It's not what I expected with blue milk. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, it kind of. You know what it kind of tastes like is the um, Hawaiian, whatever. Rolls? Goodness sakes, he's really William yelling. Done. Um, no, those Hawaiian plugins by Glade. Oh. Yeah, it kind of. This episode brought to you by Glade. Yeah. No. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> no. Now, uh, what we didn't see back there was Kylo Ren, but apparently run into him back there. Uh, what? Yeah. Yeah, he's no longer at the meet and greet. Well, he is currently, no. but no, no. But but to your point, Amy, he's I he's being Kylo replaced Ren. by Darth Vader. Okay. Um, replaced. And, and it'll be interesting to see how much how much um, modern timeline stuff gets removed from outside of of Galaxy's Edge because mm-hmm. we're celebrating the movies still outside through things like star tours like the launch bay at least for now um and then in and then when you go inside it it is now this is the other thing i'll say you don't have to buy into the movies mm-hmm. to enjoy yourself here because yes there is the first order yes there is the resistance yes they do make reference to some of the movie characters but they give you this experience in which you're completely immersed into the story it's like um because i know i'm sure there's quite a few people that haven't seen avatar and still really enjoy yes exactly man that's such a good point yep like you don't have to know everything yeah i barely remember avatar and Uh, i completely uh, enjoy pandora so i'm i'm gonna rewind for a second just go back to the blue and green milk um i looked it up and it says that the blue milk is supposed to be like a berry melon. Should I right. say that's accurate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, and the green milk is a uh, lemon and other citrus flavoring. Oh. And the other Try thing that it. we didn't mention about the blue and green milk is you can get an alcoholic version of them. Oh, with rum. Too, oh, with rum and... What was the other one? Was it tequila? I feel like it was tequila in the tequila. green milk and bl- rum in the blue milk. Yeah. That would make uh, sense. I I don't know if I want to try the green milk. I don't like... I, I'm definitely going to try it. I'm going to try it. I want to try that popcorn. So yeah, I want to try the popcorn. Or the... Sure. What do they call them? The space grains or... No, it's kettle. <laughs> something Kai's kettle. Yeah, I know, but they have... Like on the menu, <laughs> for some reason, they don't want to use the word popcorn... As if that's too earthy or something. I don't know. I feel so like So it's like, it's not space grain, but it's something grain. <laughs> and in my mind, grain is such like a... Star mid- grain? No, it's just like a, you know, that's like such a down to earth, you know, like grain. It's like, grain a, it's like a Midwestern kind of, I mean, I know it's not exclusively Midwestern, but <laughs> no. that's where it takes my mind. Yeah, right. It's not, it's not a very, it's a very grounding word. Yes. No, no pun intended. <laughs> Maybe. Guys, there's so much more to talk about uh, in terms of details, but I think we pretty much... Oh, there there is like a little cool little restroom area. Did we talk area. about the Millennium Falcon? <laughs> yeah, last, well, last week. Last week. Oh, but okay. Yeah, I mean, you run into that, you know. Yeah, that's it's it. Year. But we you did run mention, into Stormtroopers, too. I didn't really... I think we mentioned that. Yeah, we did. We oh. did. We said we, we started. Sorry. Um, fun it's 940. I'm tired. It's, it's really fun. Um, anybody that's experienced <laughs> oh, the anybody that's experienced the stormtroopers outside, like in the um, the uh, 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 I almost said the animation courtyard. No, it's the <gasps> launch bay. Uh, it's you know, you'll know that they don't just stop and take pictures. They will. They may stop you and take a scan of you. Uh, "Quote unquote scan of you, like everyone's like mm-hmm. on Liam's birthday. We we were stopped one time 
yeah. and pulled aside and like they got us out of the view of everyone and like took a picture with us. It was really cool. Yeah. yeah. Birthday too. It's happened a few times. Yeah, it has, but, but uh, we're popular But here. Um, I don't see that happening. In fact, one lady kind of started to take a selfie with them as they walked by and, um, he put out his hand, didn't he? He put out his hand and he goes, that's a no. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's going to be a no. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, they have all of these, and what's fun is like we were walking behind them um, for and a I, very long time, and they didn't know like anybody was behind. I mean, I'm sure they knew somebody would, could be behind them. <laughs> so we jumped up and we jumped them, <laughs> took them down. I, took their I wore blasters. his helmet. Uh, wow, that's funny that uh, I went to the helmet, you went to the blasters. <laughs> anyway, uh, fight or they, flight right they there, still folks. had some banter back and forth as they were w- walking along. You know, it was yeah. just. Again, it was just streetmosphere stuff, and it that wasn't necessarily. Yeah, it was so cool. Um, the <laughs> there's tons of things to do there. Yeah, my advice, my advice is when you go there, yes, smugglers run definitely get in there, do it. It's probably, it. probably the rise of the resistance. We just haven't ridden it yet. Yeah, but yeah, I can't imagine it being bad. Yeah, yeah. In fact, it's supposed to be. So much better than than Smuggler's Run too, really? in terms well, of technology. Yeah. I mean, it's taken. Well, they just released footage, and I'm sure a lot of it is in some of it's enhanced. But there are laser bolts that fly around. I remember them putting out a putting out a patent for that technology several but years ago. But none of it could hit me in the eye, right? Right. Don't worry. Okay. Okay, and, <laughs> I'm more worried about my toes. <laughs> well, there's no promise there. Oof. <laughs> Um, that thing, that thing looks like it's going to be, of course, uh, you get into like a mild star tours kind of transport thing where mm. you're leaving the base, you get sucked up into, and this is while you're standing, I think. Oh boy. But it's not going to be that violent. And, and then you get, I mean, it's going to be that, that turbulent. And then you get up into <laughs> a, be violent, <laughs> yeah. more like Willy Wonka you get into a star destroyer, I think. And then uh, you get, oh. You get sucked into a tractor beam. When you get out, there's supposedly like... This is all like, while standing up? Yeah. Then, then you the walk out. The whole ride is standing no, well, up? Well, no. Oh. Not yet. Okay. I mean, not <laughs> yes, it is standing up to this point. But then I guess there's like 50, 50 or so animatronic of... Wow. Well, of, tune in and we'll do... Maybe. Yeah, true. Oh, I'm do sure we will. Well, I'm just trying to share with you. Yeah, I know I'm that. not giving too much away. No, I'm, ex- and I'm then, interested. And then... And excited. But it's... <laughs> It's mixed in with regular, like not regular, but real life actors, okay. stormtroopers. Oh. Uh, well, they hurry along. You get into a trance. It could be like the thing from Maybe Great I'll Movie Ride instead. Boyfriend. Oh yeah. Oh, that too. <laughs> and then you get into like a, a prisoner transport vehicle. You do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I saw footage of like of Kylo's lightsaber coming down out of the ceiling. What? Like in front of some people's faces <laughs> and like cutting. So chaotic. Like melting through. <laughs> It does a little bit. I know. Okay. Well, you went chaotic at the end. Yes, please. At the end, apparently you're sitting in this trackless like transport vehicle. You get into, you get into another transport vehicle and then there's a 20, there's a 20 foot drop. You stop right now. I'm not kidding. It's so funny to me. I just, I, I cannot. Imagine no, any it, of this. It right sounds now random. It, it sounds. Yeah. I I told the story. Like a bad trip. I'm telling this. I'm not. I'm not putting the story together well enough. I'm skipping through it because I don't know that much yeah. about it. But I can see it sounds weird. Wait, a twenty. So Leon couldn't do this. 
Yeah, I think so. I think he could. Like it's a slow drop? Yeah, I mean we're all oh. sitting we're all sitting in oh, this like we're not standing anymore. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. It'd be like a scary elevator ride. But I think it I think I think it's almost like you're dropping out of the Death Star. Atmosphere or something. Yeah. Oh. And then and then into water. Yeah, well you're back into oh, a trans really? well, you're back into a transport oh. vehicle that will take you back to the base. Cool. <sighs> yeah. It's gonna be cool. Oh listen folks. Today's been a day. Yeah, it really Thanks has. For coming okay, around. Fiona's ending the podcast. <laughs> I am. I gotta come back. <laughs> uh, anyway, so but what I was gonna say oh. was real quick. My my parting advice is go enjoy all of those details. Mm-hmm. Go and be sure to look up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. There's just so much from the ground all the way up. There's just so much to see. Mm-hmm. So many details. So many sounds. Yeah, keep your ears open. Yeah, for sure. There's you'll hear you'll hear, <laughs> you'll hear starfighters flying overhead, starting on your right, and you'll hear them kind of like fly away on your left. Uh, over on the first order side, I could have sworn that I heard um, um, uh, star destroyers coming out of light sp- or coming out of light mm-hmm. speed. Just like re-entering, just mm-hmm. that that distinct sound that you hear so much, especially in like um, uh, Star Tours, Last Jedi. Oh, um, Last anyway. Jedi. So, listen, we could wax poetic, poetic about it. Well, that's ironic that I was going to say <laughs> wax poetic, and then I completely just stepped all over it. <laughs> we could wax poetic. <laughs> Uh, anyway, that's um, that's about all we have to offer on love that. You guys, those are our. Th- Can I close, please? Yes. Oh, I'm saying I love them. Okay, Fiona loves you. Well, I thought you were saying you loved us. And, oh, well, I love um, you guys too. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, what's happening next week? Um, actually, we do have a ride through of "It's a Small World." Oh. That's going to be lots of fun. So, uh, I'll tell you what, let's not, uh, belabor this anymore. We're going to get out of here and, uh, we hope that, uh, you enjoyed this. We hope that this is helpful. And for those of you that aren't able to go for a while, we hope that maybe in some way we've g- given it enough color where mm-hmm. we've taken you there in our, in our chaotic way. Uh, if not, Hey, sorry. Okay. <laughs> well, Hey, we're going to, we're going to do a write through of it's a small world next week. So we will see you then. Uh, in the meantime, I'm Jeremy. I'll always be Amy. I'm Fiona. And of course, uh, on behalf of Liam, we will see you next time on. Ride through, ride through.